Welcome to Seeing Double Podcast. I am your co-host, Bradford Barth. And I'm your host, Stephanie Kretz. How was your turkey day, Stephanie? American um, Thanksgiving. American I should say that, because we do have some uh, listeners across the pond. Indeed. I watched all the Mystery Science Theater 3000, The Gauntlet, okay, and ate Chinese food, and ate pumpkin pie. Very nice. That's what I did on Thursday. Because I is, went home the weekend before. Is there so. a turkey option for Chinese food? Um, I don't know. It was leftovers from like Tuesday. So I didn't mm. even get new Chinese food. Wow. <laughs> it's just, pretty sad. You just stayed the course and uh, ate food that you already bought. Yep. I had turkey and mashed potatoes and various other things on Tuesday at Worksgiving, though. So I wasn't without Thanksgiving related foods. But I almost uh, burned my apartment down attempting to prepare for Worksgiving. Yep. Sounds like a bad plan if you want to live somewhere. Yeah. Many people have already heard this story because I was very stressed out. Monday was like a roller coaster of, it was like a Final Destination movie. Okay. Where it was just like every, there just kept being more and more bad things happening. Right. So like, That's what happens when you get off the plane before it blows up, Stephanie. I know. I must have like missed a near-death experience, mm-hmm. or I must have missed a death experience, and now I'm being punished. Oh. So, I, well, first, I attempted to write my magazine story on Monday, and then I opened my computer, which was working that morning, mm-hmm. and it was like, everything is full, bye. And and it just like wouldn't work. It wouldn't come on. It's the best error message in the world if that was true. Everything is full. Bye. (laughs) It kept telling me I couldn't delete anything because the memory was too full. And I was like, that doesn't make any sense. (laughs) Yeah. So that was happening. And then I was like, well, I can't deal with this. I have to make these fucking muffins, these pumpkin muffins for work. So then I was making my muffins. Glad you corrected your... uh pronunciation of pumpkin because the first time it sounded like a totally different word (laughs) yes and so that was happening Uh and then i have very limited counter space right i have like kind of smidges on the edge because i have various appliances like a microwave and a keurig and a stove and a stove and a sink and a sink and they take up a lot of space Yes, with those little walk-in kitchens, they don't give you a good prep area. Yeah, the ga- the galley kitchen, I think is what they're called. Is that what they're called? Yeah. So, excuse you. I'm so sorry. That was, that was totally, I, I had, I had pizza for lunch and, you know, that was just, <laughs> that's just what my burps sound like after pizza. I'm just, you know, just going to be saying, I'm just going to be truthful. Uh-huh. That's what happens when I have pizza. You make beeps I make bing. I make bing burps. Uh-huh. So. I was moving things around in my limited space and I moved my instant pot, which is sitting, usually sits in the middle of my stove in between the burners. Mm -hmm. I moved it to a burner because I needed the in-between space to do something for the muffins. I don't remember what. Anyway, the lid slipped off Mm -hmm. and I was like, annoying. And then I moved, I put the lid back on and I guess the lid knocked one of the burners on. Because the burners are on the back of your stove. Yes. Because it's an electric stove. Yes. So a burner got knocked on, and then I was fiddling around doing various things, and all of a sudden I smelled burning plastic, and I turned around and saw smoke billowing out from the bottom of my Instant Pot, and I was like, what the fuck is going on? And then I, it like took my brain an extra second to realize, oh, the burner is on. Cool. (laughs) And then... And then I turned it off immediately. It had been switched to on high because, of course. Um, uh-huh. Of course, yeah. And then I lifted my Instant Pot up, and it was just, like, crumbling in the melted plastic blob, and the wires were all melted and horrible. And it well, was very Instant sad. Pot, it was nice while you survived. R.I.P. But rest I have in, another one now. Rest, so. rest in pot heaven. I got a new one. My mom bought me a new one for Black Friday. Aww. Because they were like $60. Get the best mama. Yes. She, yeah, understood my strife. But then, and then also after that happened, 
lovely Grace, also known as Zombies Workshop, and Adam of Rooster Teeth, they FaceTimed me to help me with my computer issue because Adam is an IT guy. And mm-hmm. after maybe 30 minutes, we finally realized that my hard drive decided to dismount itself from my computer and then we remounted it and it f- is fine now. Yeah, that's weird. It was very strange. I think it's because my computer tried to install Mojave, you the new OS. That, I know, but I think it just tried to on its own, even though I have the don't auto do things enabled. So I think it just, I don't know, it got freaked out and decided to try, <laughs> be, try to install it and then exploded. Yep. It was upset that you made it take notes on... Uh, Orphan Black? No. They would never be upset about That's that. True. Alien probably Covenant? Probably Covenant, yeah. <laughs> that was so long ago, though. I know, and now it's getting back at you at, oh, okay. at, at an opportune time that was convenient <laughs> for it. I saw a fantastic Crimes of Grundlegorf last night, and the chick from Alien Covenant's in that movie. Which one? She's Tina. Which chick? The main chick. Okay. The one who survives, air quotes. Right. <laughs> well, the, she did. Yeah. Until they got to their colony planet. Yeah, and until whatever Michael Fossbender <laughs> did to her once they got there. When he turned her into a growing yeah. pod for an alien. Yes, exactly. So what are we uh, going to be tackling this week? We are tackling dudes with tails. Okay. <laughs> I could get in on this, maybe. It'd be easier, because if they're running away from you, you can just grab the tail. Ew. It'd be like, you know... His tail's so gross. It'd be like <laughs> flag football without the flags. <laughs> tail football, yeah. yeah. But we are continuing our probably almost endless <laughs> saga of Warren Black. It's going to end someday. In like f- six years. <laughs> and I'm fine with that. Me too. <laughs> Who knows what ha- will happen in our lives by the time we get to the end of War from Black and Maybe Battlestar. they'll reboot it. <laughs> then we have to start over with a ten, new one. Ten years down the road. Oh, there, there is the Japanese one. Of War from Black? Yeah. They made an Orphan Black, or a Japanese version of Orphan Black. With different actors? Yeah. Like, it's in, it's in Japan. Like, in really? Japanese. Yeah. Wow. It's like the same characters and everything. It's very strange that they did that, but anyway. Who plays... Uh, Tatiana Maslany's part. I don't know what her name was. This I just remember hearing about this several months ago. Wouldn't it be funny if it was Tatiana Maslany and then we found out that not only is she can do like 15 different characters, <laughs> she can do them in an alternate language as well. <laughs> Speaking of Tatiana, yeah. she liked my photo on Instagram the other day. Ooh. <laughs> nice. Which is why I made Brad take a bunch of Cosima pictures of me. <laughs> Hey, just Tatiana, if you want to be on our podcast to break down an episode, just let us know at seeingdoublepodcast at, or cdoublepodcast at gmail.com. <laughs> yeah, come talk about Orphan Black with us, and yeah. I'll do the Helena accent and make you roll your eyes, probably. <laughs> or laugh. Or laugh. Probably laugh. She probably laughed. She I mean, I'm Compliment gonna, you on how well you did it. Yeah. I'm going to see her in two weeks, less than two weeks mm-hmm. in real life. At, on Broadway. So maybe I will get to see her also and meet her. We'll see. And then invite her to the podcast. And then I'll invite her to the podcast. Don't forget. <laughs> I'll try not to. Just don't get all starstruck and go, hey, I do a little podcast and we'd cover your show every f- 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 six weeks, let's say. Every like three weeks. And, uh,. Maybe you'd like to uh, phone in and break down an episode with us. I think she's too busy. You don't know. It's possible. She might find that you're charming and agree to it. Yeah, I'll dress up like Cosima or something. There you go. <laughs> you liked me on Instagram, remember? It's me, that one person <laughs> that you probably saw for one second and then forgot about. <laughs> and you just like all Cosima cosplays, uh-huh. so you don't really remember me. Oh. It's anyway, a possibility. It is a possibility. But she did like it like within two minutes of me posting, which is why I was so shocked. Did you tag her? I did tag her. That's why. Yeah, but I tag her all the time and she doesn't like stuff. Oh, really? Yeah. So she's got the hots for Cosima. It's probably because her boobs are bigger. It's true. That's why I tried to be a little boobalicious in my <laughs> comfy photos, my comfy Cosima photos. Mm-hmm. 
Hey, her boobs are out all the time. You'd make Felix uh, happy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so we are doing episode seven, which I did not write down the title on this sheet because I didn't open the other one. Wow. It's on the schedule part. It's not on this one. It's not on this document that I have. I'll find it for you. Thank you. And the last episode, Allison beat Donnie with a golf club and dragged him down the stairs and tried to, because she thought he was her monitor. And Paul found out that clones exist. So that's kind of where we're at. Or he found out these clones exist. This episode's title is Parts Developed in an Unusual Manner. Oh, how magical. I don't know about magical. (laughs) Like a tail. Yeah, like a tail. (laughs) Or relationships between people. That too. Yeah. 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 Um, Many meanings. Some might say double meanings. (laughs) Weird. (laughs) So Sarah's still not sure she can trust Paul, even though he knows about clones now. She's still not sure what side he's on. And Olivier has asked Paul to come in and kind of talk about what he knows. Because he's starting to suspect Paul is up to something. Okay. Uh, Olivier is interrogating Paul at a club about Beth while Sarah and Cosima are talking about their monitor situation. Cosima claims she can handle the Delphine thing because she'll approach it way more logically. Since she already knows Delphine's monitoring her, but Big D doesn't know that. She knows. She doesn't know that she knows. Right. That she knows that she I don't, knows. I don't think um, Kasima's being truthful with the uh, whole monitoring because she knows monitoring thing. Yeah. Well, we'll see. She's also that rolling out. a doobie while she's talking about it. Well, yeah. That's what you got to do when you're yeah. talking about your monitors. Yep. And she also, she takes a drag on it and then she coughs a little bit. And I was wondering if they did that on purpose to try to fool us. Doesn't she cough a couple times in this episode? Yeah. Oh, he's saying when she... Okay. Like, I they're trying you. to cover up the fact that what's really going on with her. I think the second time she coughs, though, there is no smoking... Exactly. ...gun. <laughs> there is no uh, scapegoat. Yeah. So, I think they're trying to fool us. No dank ganj. Yeah. <laughs> and then we get some screechy music. Yep. Oh, and our favorite character's back. Helena. Your favorite character. My favorite character. I love Helena, but I think that... I don't know who's my favorite. I love them all too much. It's really hard to choose. I just like Helena's lines and Helena's things that she does. Helena's lines are the best. She's like the best scary comedian there is. It's true. She's hilarious. Um, She is being treated by Tomas after all her crazy wounds that she had inflicted upon her by Sarah. Yep. (laughs) Sarah. Rebar. Like rebar, yeah. Um, some punching, maybe. I don't know. Just know. the rebar. And then she I'm, fell out a window. I'm pretty sure or it's she just the rebar. climbed down from a window. Yes. Um, and we also see that this guy has the creepy fish symbol on his ring. So well, we saw is, that when he picked her up. I know, but they're just reiterating. Oh, okay. They, like, zoomed in on it so that, that we know that he's fish. connected that to he's the, the fish man. The fish man. He's connected to the Maggie Chen thing. Gotcha. And the fish blade. Cue interpretive dance music. <laughs> yep, that's exactly what the intro music sounds like. Nothing like that. Sarah and Felix pull up to the club and discuss how they're worried that they might be able to tell that she's not Beth. Mm-hmm. Um, but Felix is sure. Felix says he Googled it. So he assures her that she and Beth have identical DNA because they're clones, so they wouldn't be able to tell anyway that they're, the, that they're different. Right. As far as they know. Thank you, Google. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, the police discover the dead person in the gravel crusher and the blood in the bathroom are also a match. So they're like, that's weird. Um, they say maybe someone tampered with the evidence, someone with access. Art says Beth would never tamper, <laughs> but Sarah would. <laughs> Felix goes into this club, which he discovers. Well, he well, wants there to... would be no tampering. What? Well, Felix Googled it, so we know there's no tampering. I mean, everything's going to be the same amongst them all. 
because Felix Googled it. Right. So there wouldn't have to be tampering. At the police station? Yeah. With the blood samples? Yes, but they're Google talking told about, us it's going to be the same. Yes, but they're talking about they never got the fingerprint evidence Oh, yeah, back. okay, yes, yes, yes. So they think that there might be tampering in other ways. Well, he ways. said there was no match. Yes. Or she said there was no match. He said that she said there was no match, but and then that, they're saying there's no record. Yeah, Beth didn't file it like she's supposed to. Like, even if there's no, no match, she should still file the paperwork, etc. Right. So they're going to start all the way at the top and work their way through the case all over again and do everything over. Cool. So. Felix goes into this club, or he volunteers to go into the club to get some more intel. Right, because Sarah, he tells Sarah she can't go because she has a recognizable mug. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or something of that Yes, fashion. you and your recognizable mug. Is that what he said? Okay. Something like that, yeah. We find out it's called Neolution, mm-hmm. which is, Wait, isn't enough, that a science? A science that Dr. Leakey what? talks about a lot. So Sneaky Leakey's got a club? Sneaky Leakey. <laughs> That's his DJ name. <laughs> Sneaky Leaky. <laughs> <laughs> Ew. I don't know why it sounds grosser than dropping freaky. it down with Sneaky Leaky. <laughs> yeah, see, that's how he met Delphine. Really, he she was, was <laughs> she was a fan of his. He was his spinning DJ. wax at a club. Yeah. yeah okay. He was. <laughs> <laughs> So he kind of flirts his way in by mentioning Olivier mm-hmm. and this weird woman with like white hair and her one weird eye contact or whatever. Who is a freaky leaky. She is a freaky leaky. Yeah. She tells Felix that it's all about neolutionism and he goes, oh, there's an ism. <laughs> <laughs> That it's, you know, everyone in the club is interested in self-directed evolution and body modifications, etc., etc. Yada, yada. Olivier is asking Paul about his and Beth's sex lives, but also uh, also tells Paul that someone is killing the subjects. Uh, So, Paul knows there's multiple subjects. He doesn't know that they're clones. Well, he does. Well, he does now, but he, he wasn't not. supposed to know that. He did not know, exactly. Still confused by this. Yes. Considering future things that'll happen. Right. I have to remember to remember this when right. we get to the future. We will. We'll, we'll pay attention in season three more closely nah, to Paul's I'll just, ties. I'll just get a Jumbotron to be done then so that when I'm listening to my other podcasts, I can remind <laughs> myself from the past to remember to think about the past when we're doing our future podcast. We will remember. I'll remember. The woman tells... Or, oh, so Felix is scoping things out. He notices that some people have like brands on their arms with the weird eye symbol. Mm-hmm. Uh, he also sees Paul finally leave the club and then he follows him out. And then Paul attacks him. And he's like, I thought you might like a blowjob. <laughs> Sarah appears to save Felix. And Paul tells her, meet me at home and don't bring him. <laughs> okay. He was offended by the blowjob comment, he was, wasn't he? Probably. <laughs> it's okay, Paul. 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 Uh, Helene- There's like no L in it. Paul. <laughs> yeah, that's how you say it. Paul. <laughs> There's a like very tiny L at the very end. Yeah, it's like how you cut off As your you airflow. you finish flow. it, yeah. Pull. <laughs> it's like Lowell. <laughs> Lowell. <laughs> La <mayo. laughs> Um. So Helena tells Tomas that Sarah told her she's not the original and that all the girls are the same. But Tomas is trying to put her back on the path and creepily hugging her and just being kind of freaky in general. Mm-hmm. Washing her feet and stuff. It's very weird. They're very religious. Washing your feet is a, is a symbol know. of it's very. Re- I went something. to Catholic school. I know. He was re-cleansing her of her new sins. Yes. Ugh. Whilst cleaning her feet. Whilst being below her for that moment. I mean, it's like a huge uh-huh. symbol there. I went, to, yes. I went to Catholic school as well. I know. I don't remember all of it, but <laughs> I know there's something behind it. There is a lot, especially with the shepherd and the sheep and mm-hmm. all of this Jesus shit. Mm-hmm. Helena's basically G- 
she's trying he's trying to make her think she's Jesus basically. She's an extreme terrorist. And everyone <laughs> is a, she- a sheep. What? She's a domestic terrorist. She is. Yeah. <laughs> That's what it is. She's an extremist. Uh-huh. So that makes she, her a terrorist. She, yeah. <laughs> uh, I'd like to see her again, she tells Tomas, and he says it will say anything to justify itself. The path to the shepherd is through the sheep. And he gives Helena her razor so she can cut herself and make her wings or whatever on her back. Bigger. Mm-hmm. He they always her, need work, you know. Yeah. They're always healing back up a little bit. He tells her to find the imposter, Sarah, bleed it for what it knows, and then kill it. And then the next morning, or maybe the same day, uh, who knows, they're in a dark boat. It's hard to tell. Uh, she has her little green coat on and opens the door into the light mm-hmm. and he tells her you are the original you are the light and then she says i am the original i am the light and then she walks into the light <laughs> it's beautiful yes in a scary way indeed paul and sarah are breaking it down <laughs> at Dancing. the club yeah okay at Neal-ish. there you go um yeah, it was Sarah doing a little, uh, what's that called, where you shake your bottom? What's flossing? That? Is she flossing? No, flossing is that, oh, isn't it? Yeah, that's flossing. Uh, what's that? The, you know. Oh, uh, oh, oh, I know what you're talking yeah. about. Yeah, you know, you shake your bottom and you're crouched down. What's that called? Uh-huh. I can't remember now. I, it's the podcast. It's I learned st- it. It stole it from you. I know how to do it, but I don't know what it's called anymore. The word was taken from you by the recording. It was. So it is Memorex. <laughs> uh, he, tells, he tells Paul, he tells Sarah, there's nine of you. and <laughs> he, she's, t- he tells Paul. <laughs> he tells himself. <laughs> there's nine of you. And she says, no, there's only one of me, just like there was one of Beth. He says, someone is killing the subjects. And like, aren't you worried? Someone might be trying to kill you. <laughs> And she says, yes, but at least it's not you. Aww. So there's nine in the study. So far. There are, yeah, nine that he knows of. Okay. Um, or it might have been nine that Sarah had found, including all the birth certificates, like Danielle Fournier and oh, That's right. She Katya. did say nine of us as, so, as far as we know. Yes. So I think it's all of the ones that they know so far. But weren't, no, we'll have to. I think in the future they answer some of that as well. Anyway, they're cute. He gives her the keys for his car to go see her daughter. Mm-hmm. And he says, my job is to keep you safe. At least let me do that. Oh, it's so cute. Sorry. <laughs> I love all the Paul Sarah stuff in this episode. Again, Brett, I'm so sorry for this, that you have to be looking this way while she's spoon, <laughs> you know, just, just gushing over Brett another Dalton's man. Brett married and has kids. He can deal with it. <laughs> You're just this side piece. Yeah. Okay. Sarah goes to the car in the garage, the like underground garage, mm-hmm. and Helena appears. We must talk and eat. Let's have lunch, she says. Mm-hmm. Um, they go to a diner and Helena eats everything in sight. She's got like 10 different plates in front of her. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sarah says something like, don't they feed you where you come from? Right. <laughs> And then Helena like touches the the wood paneling wall and says it's a nice diner. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sarah's like, yeah, sure. Yeah, she's like, whatever. <laughs> so obviously it's really not a nice diner. No. Uh, she's... From looking at Helena's previous living conditions, right. I would suppose that's nice to her. Yeah. Instead of living in run-down, burnt-out churches and whatnot. Exactly. She says, I dreamed that we were friends. And Sarah's like, whatever, weirdo. We're not there yet or something like that. Yeah, and then she says, we will be. I've seen it. Mm. Which, accurate. Um, (laughs) Spoilers, I guess. Uh, We find out she grew up in a convent (laughs) in Ukraine. Mm -hmm. And she burps, and she's just very cute. Mm -hmm. She's just very adorable in this scene. This is when you're like, oh, Helena's kind of cute. Yeah. She's kind of murdery, but kind of cute. Yeah, she's she's human. This made her human. Yes. Sarah. Just wants to go. She says, we'll go our separate ways. Uh, And Helena says, we'll never be separate. 
Also true. Spoilers again. <laughs> wow, you're bad at this. <laughs> uh, Helena threatens her that she will spare her if she will say the name of the other, the other sheep. Right. Uh, Sarah, she kind of like shoves her foot in Sarah's vagine. And then Sarah threatens to stab Helena's leg. And so Helena backs off. And she says, you have until midnight to tell me the names. Well, first Helena looked. I think Helena was quite impressed by that. That Sarah was threatening her? That she even had the knife there. Oh. Like she went, you know, she looked down under the table and then looked up at her. Uh-huh. I think that's the f- maybe the first time that she has ever gotten pushback from an identical Mm, potentially that's my trying to read into the situation yeah i think she was impressed by that act she underestimated sarah as many do or that you know she's maybe finds them to be more alike than she thought i think it's that one as well Mm -hmm. because they will never be separate (laughs) never you would be mine. She grabs a pancake, puts her head up, and leaves. <laughs> and yep. then she eats the pancake as and makes a cute face. <laughs> as she's walking down the street. Uh-huh. Uh, Dr. Leakey calls Olivier and says that after the results of the medical exam that they did on Sarah when she was asleep, mm-hmm. they show that it's not Beth and to bring her in. Ah, uh, so Google was wrong. Google's not wrong. Uh, Google was wrong. If they know that she's not the same, then Google was wrong. Google was not wrong. Google did not under... Google (laughs) underestimated what Dyad has done. So Google was wrong. No. Well, we don't find out until the 10th episode. I know, but I'm just saying. If they can figure that out, Google was wrong. (laughs) There is a very good explanation for why they know this, but... Google's wrong. (laughs) (laughs) Kasima and Sarah are on the phone and they're discussing some more things. They make the connection that Dr. Leakey is all about Neolution and Mm -hmm. Olivier owns the club called Neolution. Mm -hmm. Sneaky Leakey. Sneaky Leakey. DJ Knight. DJ Sneaky Leakey. (laughs) Mixing it up. Uh, Progressive style. Yes. (laughs) Sarah isn't happy to hear that Kasima is hanging out with Delphine. And she warns her to stay away. Delphine will not listen. She's getting dressed to go hang out with her right at the mo- very moment. These lover <laughs> quarrels, right? I mean, Sarah's all upset. She's going after her girl. And, uh-huh. Uh, boy. She says, just stay out of my end and I'll stay out of yours. And then they hang up on each other. And call each other the B word. They say, bitch, bitch. Yep. <laughs> Which is kind of a fun running gag throughout the series whenever they angrily hang up on each other either mm-hmm. it's either sarah and Casima or sarah and allison yep <laughs> forever dropping that b word on yeah. each other and speaking of big d okay she has arrived at Casima's very nice dorm room like that is a sweet dorm room it is i want to live there is it a dorm room yeah she lives on campus or it's a doesn't, studio apartment. Doesn't necessarily need to be a dorm room. She could be living on an on, in an on campus. Yeah, apartment. I mean, she could be in a studio. But either way, it's amazing and way fancier than yeah, that it bed needs to be. It's phenomenal. Uh huh. I want to live in that room. Well, uh, move to Minnesota. No, thank you. Where it never snows or gets cold. It's probably snowing right now. I don't care right about now. that. I just don't want to live in Minnesota. Uh, the big bads have all showed up at Paul's. And Beth's. The big bads being Olivier and his weird assistant the girl. lady. Yeah. Uh, his freaky leaky lady. Was that the one that let um, Felix. Felix in? Yeah. Okay. It's the same one. He doesn't understand how they got in and Olivier says he got in with his own key because <laughs> they bought the place for Paul so that he would appear both attractive and moderately successful to Beth. You think I'm going to give you a place without keeping a key for myself? Yeah. What is this? He tells Paul that... That's like an apartment building, giving you keys to your apartment, but not having a key to be able to open up your apartment door. Right. For when they have to come in and, I don't know, fix the toilet when you're at work. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I guess Paul didn't know that. 
I'm he sorry. Did. He didn't know. I guess Poole didn't know he that. He did not know. He tells... So does that mean that he was letting them in at night to do tests on her? Now, now I'm wondering. I don't think Paul knew about the tests. So then, oh, so he, he didn't know that they he were abducting too. her at night? Okay. He was, well, they weren't abducting her. They were just coming in and doing stuff. So I think that he, they just drugged both of them. Yeah. Little laughing gas in a hose that goes into the bedroom. Yeah. Gotcha. Something like that. Something real genius-like. And then when you wake up, there's a transmitter in your tooth and they pretend they're God. Sure. Okay. All right. Yeah, because I feel like had he known about the medical test, because I feel like he was trying to help Beth for reals, and he did care about her. Mm-hmm. So I feel like if that was happening, he wouldn't have been okay with it. Okay. I believe I'm. I'm on. I'm giving Paul the benefit of the doubt because I think he is a good person. Okay. And I don't think he would be okay with the middle of the night experiments. And what else happens? Because they're also already making him keep tabs on everything else about her. So he probably thinks like that's the extent of it. Right. It's a social experiment. Mm -hmm. So, which is what? Yeah. Anyway, almost said something. Yeah. You almost (laughs) spoiled all over the place. (laughs) (laughs) Olivier tells Paul that his subject is an imposter, but he doesn't believe it because, you know, they boned and stuff. Right there on that counter. Yeah. <laughs> As he likes to point out. As he tells Olivier, she had sex with Paul right here on this counter. Because <laughs> yeah. he still has to talk about himself in the third uh-huh. person when that happens. Because he himself can't believe it happened to him. <laughs> <laughs> they like take Paul away to Club Neolution. And then Helena breaks into the townhouse that night. She eats all the food. <laughs> she they must s- not feed her. I'm starting to think she doesn't get fed. <laughs> she doesn't well. get fed ever. <laughs> she like kind of smells all their clothes and shoes and pillows and rolls around in their bed like a puppy. <laughs> and then makes it back up nice. Yeah, she like smooths it back down. Yeah. <laughs> it's very strange. She has the art of illusion. She was never there. Uh-huh. She's like like a secret covert spy that you would never know showed up. Uh-huh. Except that all your Except food Except for when gone. you open the refrigerator and all the food's gone. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Sarah is visiting Kira. She's sitting with her while she plays the piano. But she's kind of in her own world, very worried about everything going on. Yeah, she's looking off into the distance. You can tell she's not. She's there, but she's, she's not, not there. there. Yeah. Kira kind of waves her hand in front of her face. Like mommy, Mrs. S gives Sarah a photo album and kind of gives her a little bit of history about mm-hmm. what where she came from. She says that they lived in a safe house and that there was a man named Carlton who would help bring children in from the black. Okay. And Sarah was one of them. Get it? She was an orphan black, orphan in the black. Okay. Is the black like the upside down? Yes. Okay. <laughs> exactly. Gotcha. Uh, Mrs. S then decided to become her legal guardian along with Felix. She, sorry, not, yeah, also yeah, Felix. Felix became <laughs> a legal guardian of Sarah as well. <laughs> yeah, the way I when, phrased that was yeah. very confusing. Yes, I gotcha. Yeah, so Felix, <laughs> even though he's younger than Sarah... <laughs> actually is a legal guardian of Sarah no. because of the adoption process no. and the strange things that can happen that way in Europe. No. Makes total 100% sense. No. <laughs> no. So Mrs. S became the legal guardian of both Sarah and Felix. Yes, thank you. Okay. And Carlton warned Mrs. S to that he had to move that she had to move Sarah away and hide her deeper. And then he did the Carlton shuffle out the door. <laughs> Yep. (laughs) So Mrs. S left everyone she knew and brought Sarah and Felix. I wrote to the Canada. (laughs) (laughs) To the Canada. Wow. (laughs) To Canada. (laughs) To the Canada. (laughs) So good. Were you watching this while doing your Helena cosplay? Because it (laughs) seems like you might have. To the Canada. (laughs) I brought them to the Canada. I haven't done Helena in a long time since I was blonde because it was just easier to use my own hair. Right. 
You can just let your hair grow out for a couple of weeks. I'm not going to do holy. I'm not going to dye my hair blonde. No, no, no. No, I'm saying when you were blonde, you could just allow yes. your hair to grow out for a couple of weeks oh, to my get roots? the darker roots. Yeah, exactly. Kasima and Big D are having dinner. Do you laugh every time I call her Big D? I do. I can't get over that. <laughs> Kasima and Big D are having dinner together at a very fancy restaurant. Sneaky Leaky appears. <laughs> <laughs> you like that, don't you? I do. Because right. that's he's so sneaky. Yeah. And you know who else is sneaky? Big D. That's why she likes Sneaky Leaky. <laughs> mm. <laughs> she. They faced off once in a <laughs> in a, uh, a DJ down. They were mm-hmm. across the room from each Big other. Big D versus Sneaky Leaky. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and that's how they. Uh, that's how they. Uh, met. Mm-hmm. And became lavas. Why do you have to say it that way? Because that's because it's gross. That's why. Okay. Because yeah. they're both gross together. It is gross for you to say it that way. They're lavas. Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> it's not right. Big D suggests they invite Sneaky Leaky to dinner <laughs> to eat with them. Kasima is more interested now in talking to Leaky because of his possible connection to everything. Okay. She kind of wants to fish for information a little bit, I believe. Okay. Wow, rude, Suki. Well, she just wants to lay right next to you, yes, partially clearly. on you. Clearly. She's a cat. <laughs> really? I had no idea. Cats do what they want. So weird. She says that her dissertation is on... <laughs> it's a cat? I thought I had a dog this whole time. <laughs> <laughs> I thought she was a fish that didn't need water. It's amazing. Crazy. So a catfish. Yeah, exactly. Because they don't need water for a long time. She tells, she talks about her work and says that she's writing a dissertation on the epigenetic influence on clone cells. Do you say that in English? I cannot. That I just copied what she said okay. <laughs> i don't know what it means <laughs> gotcha i just wanted to sound really you smart. didn't google it i didn't google it it's because you found out that google was wrong <laughs> exactly. earlier in the episode yes. right so you didn't trust it anymore right exactly you could have tried bing bing like your watch your burp noise <laughs> like my burp yep <laughs> <laughs> i don't trust bing either neither would i except maybe chandler bing alta vista <laughs> ask jeeves <laughs> ask jeeves yahoo <laughs> Yahoo is the least trustworthy. <laughs> what was another old one? Didn't AOL have their own searching? Oh, yeah, I'm sure. So did probably CompuServe? Yeah. What was the one that was opposite Yahoo? It was a very Netscape. specific. That's a browser. Oh. Did they I'm have their own? i trying to think of old things. I can't remember. Maybe. There was another one. It was weird. Uh, Dr. Leakey mentions that the Dyad Institute... Or he mentions the Diet Institute and talks about clone studies on stem cells and blah, blah, blah. Cosima mm-hmm. says something sassy that I didn't write down, but Big D says she is cheeky. <laughs> <laughs> so Cosima said something sexy that she didn't write down. Sassy. Sassy. Cosima <laughs> said something sassy she didn't write down. She said that, literally. Something <laughs> sassy that I didn't write down. And then she goes, she's cheeky. She is cheeky. And Leaky says she is cheeky. Um, he suggests Big D. So now D- you got Big D, Sneaky Leaky, che- and Cheeky. <laughs> cheeky Cosima. Leaky. Cheeky Cosima. Cheeky Cosima. He suggests Big D and Cosima apply to the Institute. He says, you could be on the cover of Scientific America. And she says it doesn't put scientists on the cover. So she says this really aggressively. Uh-huh. And I... Sat and thought about it for a couple minutes. And then you Googled it. I did not Google it. Oh, okay. I came to this my own interpretation. Okay. But I always thought it was weird that she was so like, they don't put scientists on the cover. Like she like is really mad about it. Okay. And I was thinking more about how maybe she thinks he's implying that he knows that she's a test subject and that she would be on the cover because she's a science experiment and she's not a scientist in his eyes. Oh. She is a lab rat. I see. Well, she doesn't know that he's involved. She doesn't know he's directly involved, but she's still skeptical because it's all connected to Neolution. What is? Everything. But they don't know that. I mean, the concept is connected to Neolution, but they don't know any connection yet of anything. 
She knows that Delphine is her monitor. She knows that Leaky is teaching Neolution. She knows that Olivier is Paul's boss and that Uh Olivier owns a club called Neolution and that they're doing science experiments on them. So maybe that, okay. (laughs) So that's probably where she's investigating the connection, which is why she's talking to him. So I think she knows. She's got all the pictures on her wall with the red string between each one. Okay. So I think she might, she doesn't know for sure what Leaky's involvement is, but she is pretty sure he's involved. Which is why she's so skeptical. But why don't they put scientists on the cover of Scientific Magazine or whatever it's called? I have no idea. Is anyway, it all that robots? Was, that was just my interpretation of her gotcha. not wanting to be a lab rat and wanting to be a scientist. Gotcha. Especially because Allison is always complaining about being a lab rat. Maybe that's they put, just put CEOs of companies on it and the CEOs aren't <laughs> yeah. scientists. But yeah. it's all the scientists do all the work and she get the credit, but the CEO gets the credit instead. Right. And now she's like, down with the man. So tired of the man. Yeah. Fist pound. <laughs> also, speaking of Allison, it was vaguely mentioned in the beginning, but Allison and Donnie are at couples therapy for a weekend. <laughs> yes. <laughs> After their incident. Mm-hmm. Uh, Don't know why. <laughs> Didn't you once clock somebody with a golf club? I wish. By mistake? Do you really wish? Sometimes. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Not you. You ever need golf clubs? There are some people. Anyway, Olivier suspects Sarah killed Beth, and he, she's the one killing the other subjects. He wants Paul to bring Sarah in, and he kind okay. of threatens him by showing him these pictures from Afghanistan, which is like some sort of blackmail right. for why he's part of the program anyway. Okay. And if he makes it right and gets Sarah there, then he'll Paul Paul will get his life back, and Afghanistan will disappear. Whatever the if fuck. only. Whatever the fuck happened in Afghanistan. Must be a big earthquake to make us give Afghanistan disappear. Mm-hmm. I have to sink into the middle of a land chasm because I don't believe it's on any water. But anyway. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> uh, uh, so he, he thinks that she's killing off subjects because she took over the life of one of the subjects that yes, was missing. who died. Okay. Yeah. Missing. They don't know she's dead. True. She's missing. She's missing. And Sarah's not her. Well, they know at least... Well, they know subjects are dying. That's true. Yeah. So they might suspect that Beth's dead now because Sarah took over her life. Okay. Gotcha. Um, Sarah and Mrs. S hug it out, which is very sweet when she's getting ready to leave. And they, she kind of, they kind of come to an understanding finally that Sarah's in this very deep, dangerous situation, and mm-hmm. Mrs. S tells her that she can keep Kira safe, just like I kept you. So she's more on board with letting Mrs. S keep Kira for now, which I think is a really big character development moment for Sarah. Yeah. Because she was so like, gotta get all this money and gotta leave right now. Yeah. And now she's like... Invested in something. Now she's, yeah. She wants to figure this out, and she wants to keep Kira safe at the same time. She knows that doesn't mean running away anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, Olivier makes Paul call Sarah. Paul call Sarah. Blech. Who puts it on speaker. When Sarah answers, he says, hi, Beth. <laughs> and she's like, yeah, what's going on? She, she switches into her Beth voice like in, right. a, in a flash. Well, of course. Because she's good at it. Because he's been calling her Sarah up till now. Right. So something must be afoot. So she, yeah, she knows something's wrong. And she also knew that. He was in danger. Okay. She sa- he says, they know you're not Beth. Run. And then Paul tries to attack Olivier, but then his helper lady injects him with something, and he kind of gets knocked out. Yeah. Or we assume so. Yeah, he dies. <laughs> Obviously, they poisoned him. <laughs> Bye, Paul. <laughs> he turned their back on them. They killed him. It was probably arsenic. <laughs> Something like that, yeah. Yeah, Paul's dead. Yeah, he's dead. <laughs> we don't see him again. So he's dead. Uh-huh, sure. <laughs> Sarah and Felix go to the club because they want to rescue Paul. Well, Sarah wants to rescue Paul. Right. Uh, because he's finally proved for real that he's on her side and really wants to protect her. So the advice to run, she did not take. Because I just, like I just said. Instead, she's going to walk into the lion's den. Yes, and okay. rescue her new dead, boy toy. Dead boy husband, right. He's not dead. Dead, dead <laughs> boyfriend. 
He's not dead. <laughs> There's no such thing as a boy husband. <laughs> boy husband. Boy bend. A boy band. <laughs> <laughs> Those exist. <laughs> uh, she's not really sure what to do, and then she kind of gets a really bad idea. Helena is sitting at <laughs> the dining table. <laughs> she's got a picture of Paul in front of her. And she's, she's having a date. Eating cereal. Uh-huh. She says, how was your day, Paul? <laughs> yes, I also had a pleasant day. I went working and shopping. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then her phone rings. She's, <laughs> she was so cute. She's like, pardon me, it's work. <laughs> 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 she's, so, she's like role playing. She's adorable. <laughs> uh, Sarah and it's Sarah calling Helena. Right. Helena says, it's almost midnight. Do you have names for me? She says, I do. Olivier. And Helena says, that's not the name of a sheep. Uh, bah. Sarah. She says, bah, because Sarah said what? <laughs> a sheep. Bah. <laughs> Sarah says, Olivier is the shepherd. And so she should come meet her. Him? Oh, her. She wants come meet Helena me. to meet Sarah. Gotcha, yeah, gotcha, come. gotcha. Sarah tells Felix that if she's not back in 15 minutes to call Art and tell him everything and make sure Kira's safe. Felix says, don't die because your first funeral was agonizing enough. Oh, <laughs> Felix. It's very cute. <laughs> He's been so offish about that the whole time. Now we get to see that he really cares. Yeah. He's just not a s- sassy mouthed punk. No, he loves deeply. Yes. Especially his fam. Yep. Sarah runs through the basement of this building. She sneaks in after someone else comes out, which is how she got in. Right. And she walks in just... Excuse me. She was correcting you for saying she runs in. <laughs> Sorry. She sneaks in. Sookie knows. Uh-huh. She watched it with you. She's seen it 8,000 times. She probably watched it whilst sitting on you. Probably. Or at least next to me so I could take notes. He's punching... Olivier is punching Paul's beautiful face. How dare he? Okay. But Paul's dead, so no, it doesn't he's matter. Not dead. He's still alive. <laughs> he's oh, sitting okay. in the chair. So they he's just knocked punched. him out. Yes. Okay. He's getting punched. Real Sedated hard. him. Yes. Okay. <laughs> they didn't know Paul could survive Iocane powder. <laughs> he's strong. Like bull. Po- <laughs> yes. Okay, Helena. Paul the bull. Paul is very upset that Sarah is there. Uh-huh. He's like, I told you to run. And she's like, yeah, I don't do run. <laughs> and then he's Sarah, like. Sarah, don't do run. And then, <laughs> That's what she says. We now have Hulk Sarah. Hulk Sarah. I don't do run. Sarah, don't do run. <laughs> Sarah, come say Paul. <laughs> and then Sarah is like holding Paul and he's kind of giving her like a cat head butt. <laughs> cat headbutt yeah he's headbutting her oh while okay. she's like holding him gotcha because he's sitting and she's standing and okay he's like rubbing his forehead sorry i went her. back to an old saturday night lights kid <laughs> the butt heads and i thought cat headbutt uh, was something that the butt heads no. had he's just headbutting her like a cat does uh, like sookie did like earlier sookie today <laughs> she says what do you people want and olivier says the future and then, and then he. If you wait, it'll happen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just like wait one minute. Look, it just happened. <laughs> but now it's the past. <laughs> he vaguely talks about his tail, and he asks Sarah if she wants to see it. And <laughs> Paul and Sarah are both very grossed out. <laughs> he starts to undo his pants, mm-hmm. and they're like, "Oh, please no! This is the worst torture." <laughs> But his cell phone rings. Saved by the bell. <laughs> yes. Uh, it's it's sneaky leaky Colin. Uh huh. He says to get Sarah. Or Olivier says that he has her. Right. Sookie <laughs> trying to pull my headphones off. Yeah, she is. <laughs> With her tail. She's done. With her tail. It's okay. Hey. Such a dick. Every time I take the blankets off that couch. Yeah, she just wants to murder it. Suki, I just wanted to use it as a prop. Why do you always have to scratch my couch up? Why can't I have nice things? You need to get those corner things that you put on the couch that are the scratch pads. 
It doesn't work. They don't work? Because she would just find other places to scratch. So you, scat- you know what you should do? You should buy a couch that's 100% scratch pad. <laughs> I should. <laughs> it's probably not very comfortable, though. Don't know that. <laughs> She's about to do it again. It's okay. And then she gets offended that you yelled at her. You're such a jerk, Suki. There's a scratching post right over here. There's like a million of them over there. Go scratch. I know. I don't care. I'm going to scratch like, other Those things. aren't as comfortable as this. Maybe you need to buy her her own couch so you can scratch all the time. Clearly. She'll scratch them all anyway. She's already destroyed this one. Yep. Anyway. Declar. No. <laughs> I would feel so bad. Why? You don't let her go outside. She doesn't need to protect herself. Yeah, but it's like chopping off your fingers. It's awful. It's like ripping out your fingernails. Ugh, and we all know how much you love that. Ugh, stop. <laughs> no. I refuse. Don't worry, you're safe. Just stop scratching my couch, yep. lady. Okay. Even though her perfect man has no eyes, ears, or fingernails. <laughs> <laughs> Olivier tells Dr. Leakey that he has Sarah and to get her ready and Dr. Leakey Blech. Dr. Leakey says get her ready for travel. To travel. They put a bag over Sarah's head and zip tie her and lead her out of the room away from Pole. Mm-hmm. But then Helena shows up. <coughs> Screechy screech music. <coughs> yes, like that. She attacks the freaky leaky lady and Sarah can kind of see her through the bag that's over her head. And Helena doesn't want to help her until she gives her the name of a sheep. Mm-hmm. And Sarah finally agrees, but we don't hear what she says. And Olivier is teasing Paul about being in love with Sarah. They look at the screen and see that, like, their security screen and see that Sarah is just sitting there with a the bag over her head and the lady is just, like, passed out next to her. Yeah. He pulls... Olivier goes to investigate. He pulls the bag off, and then it's Helena. Screech, screech, screech music. Wearing Sarah's clothes. Yes, she's wearing her little Sneaky. leather jacket. She's clones playing a little bit. And then she says, I want to see your tail. Which huh. is... Well, after she forcefully puts him down on top of, I'm assuming what, those were pallets, right? Yeah, something like that. Yeah, she like manhandles him. Yes, because she's strong. Like bull. She's strong like bull. She attacks him, tells him to show her his tail. So he does. Oh, it's so gross. It's longer than I remembered. <laughs> so gross. Just I saying. can't actually watch this part. Like, I have to look away. It's much longer than I remember. I thought it would be like, you know, just a little one like you can be born with. No, it's so you know your residual, fleshy and gross. But it's, yes, and it wags. <laughs> like a cat's tail, a fleshy cat tail. Oh, so gross. <laughs> and then she cuts it off, and it's so gross. After saying a great line. What does she say? I don't know. I just, I just like black. I peace oh, out after this. What's the dude's name that, uh, that was healing her up, helping her? Tomas. Tomas, yes. Uh, she says, I have a message for you from Tomas. And then she slices off his tail. Mm. And he screams. And then there's like. He has like a bloody stump and it's really gross. Yeah. And like, it, it, it looks like, you know, he doesn't wash his underwear and there's a poop stain down the back of his <laughs> pants, but it's just blood. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> so much gross. Sarah. Okay, we're just going to breeze past gross flesh tail. <laughs> Sarah runs into the room where Paul was. She has Helena's green coat on and mm-hmm. she um, frees him. She says, there's some things I should have told you. He says, you think? <laughs> well, you know. She had a plan, Paul. She couldn't just tell you. Yeah. You would have, you know, you would have made the secret bed. Suki. She does. She gets offended. Uh-huh. Such a jerk. Uh, Sarah and Paul run out, which apparently this all happened in 15 minutes. Okay. Because time is up and Felix is about to call Art. Oh, yes, yes. And uh, tell him, and Art answers, and he says that he needs to talk to him about Beth Childs. And then Sarah appears, and he's like, oh, JK, wrong number. <laughs> and then he hangs up immediately. It's kind of a little late to and, say. Yeah, right. Wrong Not number. a good cover, Felix. <laughs> yeah, you just said, a, Art, I need to talk to you Hopefully about Hopefully he tossed that, po- that phone. 
Or maybe he used a burner <laughs> to make that call. He is a drug dealer, so I imagine he has a lot of burners. You, you... Oh, great. Now Suki is speaking. <laughs> yep. There it is. Looks like kibble. <laughs> the cat always peeks twice. Really? It's a rule? Uh-huh. Why? That's just what they do. She's about to do it again. She's doing it on purpose. Okay, so anyway, what's next? I'm just waiting for it to be done puking. Why? Before I continue. You don't want to... No. We don't need to watch this. I you don't can want, watch this, but not... I don't a, want the sounds in the background. Oh, they won't hear it. Okay. Yeah, she's too far away for that. Okay, good. <laughs> anyway. So, Helena then has a dance party in Neolution, and she's... With the tail in her hand. tail. She's dancing. Flailing around. Doing crazy dances. She's a good dancer. She is a good dancer. I love when Helena dances. Yeah, that was some rockin' club dancing. Mm -hmm. Felix takes Paul and Sarah back to the loft. She says that she gave Helena a name and it was her own. So she knows who she is. Okay. Paul holds Sarah's hand and they have like a little moment. And Felix realizes three's a crowd, so uh-huh. he leaves to go get drunk at Bobby's bar. But um, Sarah moves over, and then she smooches Paul. And but when Felix was leaving, he looked like he was um, accepting of this. He looked a little he happy. Lo- he thought it was cute, I think. Yeah. yeah. And because well, it's like really sweet and tender, because yeah, like Paul's just like holding... It's like finally they're finally Sarah and Paul in this moment. And Paul's not the jerk that Paul's every other not... previous boyfriend has been for her. Yes, Paul's being sweet. He's also they finally can trust each other. Sarah is Sarah. They're mm-hmm. in their own. They're in a they're not in the townhouse where all the drama is and they're right. just together in this moment. They survived this thing. They saved each other. <laughs> Makes me so happy. I know. <laughs> okay. And then, like, she, she like, leans over and then smooches him, and it's very sweet. And mm-hmm. then we kind of phase out. Right. Cosima um, is back at her cool-ass apartment, studio, whatever. She's drinking wine, and she's looking at the Dyad business card. Delphine appears. She says, working with Dr. Leakey could be the opportunity of a lifetime. And Cosima's like, yeah, sure, whatever. And then she's like, don't you think it's time we admit what this is really about? Uh-huh. And then she smooches her. But Cosima, or no, but Big D is shook and she pieces out real fast. Right. Cosima is very sad and embarrassed because she feels like she misread the whole situation. Because she thought she was into her. Yeah. And she's sad and. Or was it all an act? Yeah. So now it's like, well, even if she's my monitor, maybe she still likes me. But now it's like, oh. She made a huge mistake. Mm-hmm. And then Angie finally gets a hit on the prince after they redid everything. Right. Back at well, the police good, station. Because Angie's list needs to get hits. I mean, it's just <laughs> it's a part of their service, <laughs> Stephanie. <laughs> yep. They realize <laughs> that Jane Doe looks exactly like Beth. And her name is Sarah, Sarah Connor. Oh, Sarah Manning. <laughs> Yeah, I think Art says, who's Sarah Manning, and why does she look exactly like Beth? Bum, bum, bum. The end. For now. For now. For now. And then you stop this episode immediately, because they always do next episode spoilers. Mm -hmm. You didn't need to know who produced the show and all that stuff anyway. There's like three actors in this show. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Tatiana Maslany plays seven of them. (laughs) She plays 90% of the cast. Let's be real. Um, let's see. Did you, were you able to find fun facts for this episode? Yes. I have a new source now. Oh. Which is the Orphan Black, Black blog. Did I say that correctly? The Orphan Black blog? <laughs> yes. Yes. Okay. It, it stumbled out of the gate. <laughs> it just didn't sound right coming out. <laughs> is it because you needed to do it in a Cockney accent, maybe? <laughs> no. Okay. Just orphan black blog seemed very weird. It's it feels weird in it's my mouth. It's the OBB. Yeah, but don't go there because I want to tell you all the all the fun facts everyone, <laughs> <laughs> that I've stolen from the blog. Borrowed. 
yes. promoted Borrowed. on the show. Some promoted. Say. Some of it is uh, analyses. Some of it is fun facts. Okay. Sarah has to help Paul because she's the only one who can, and this is a new driver for her, responsibility. <laughs> Sarah is quickly and painfully growing up through this mess, and with it comes a sense of fair play, and Sarah's actions in this episode give her a deeper understanding of the two people she previously didn't trust with her life, and both who just saved her life, which was Paul and Helena. Okay. Very true. It is true. I can't deny those facts. The tale is a prosthetic. Obviously. What? <laughs> he didn't have a real tail that they cut off? No. No humans with tails were harmed in this episode. <laughs> the guy who plays Olivier, who is David Richmond Peck, had to wear a monstrous mechanical necklace that housed all the gears and wires that animated the tail. And he, could, he literally could not sit down for several hours while he was wearing the mighty memorable appendage. <laughs> He, for, for resting between takes, he had to lo- stand or lie on his stomach. Okay. Whenever he went on set, he always had the biggest tail in the room. <laughs> <laughs> That's a story. Uh-huh. Let's see. It's a story. A tale. Yes. Let me tell you a tale. Yep. Okay. But he didn't know it was spelled T-A-I-L. I think it was just like a dick joke. Oh, okay. Gotcha. So freeze branding, which is what some of the people were doing at the club, is a real practice. Be it tattoos, piercings, or stretched lobes, humans have been modifying their bodies for thousands of years in ancient traditions and rituals. Obviously, Mm -hmm. we know this. Contemporary body modification is being taken a step further by merging body with technology. Cameras and eyes, magnets and fingers, sensors under the skin. Who knows, maybe there's a real-life Olivier out there with an actual fake tail sewn onto his behind. (laughs) Wonderful. <laughs> Fun to think about. No. That fleshy tail existing no, in real life. No, 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 that's not right. No. Director Brett Sullivan also worked with Tatiana some 10 years ago on Ginger Snaps Unleashed, which is the sequel to the horror film Ginger Snaps, directed by series co creator John Fawcett. Okay. Sarah, the diner scene, the music was added last for it, which is I Got You Babe, I think, is playing in the background. Okay. They said once they found the music, they knew the scene was perfect. Just before shooting, John suggested to let Tatiana play and not give her too much direction while being Helena because it's always best to see what the monster brings to the table. And the monster certainly brought it. Okay. (laughs) In the boat, the ship, the person that writes this blog is like a writer or director. Okay. Has some sort of, was like on set. Okay. For these episodes. Um, So they have a little bit. Of insight. Yeah, a little more insight. Yes. Um, the ship we see Helena in symbolizes a few things, the most obvious being water. What's in water? Fish. And the only fish we see are on Helena's blade and Tomas's ring, the fish cult. The boat is also a subtle clue that Helena and Tom- Tomas came to North America by crossing the ocean. While this may be a bit oblique to the writers, they always thought that tons of cold, hard steel felt like a prison for Helena. Okay. Although a real boat was used for exteriors, the interior was shot entirely on set. The effects company made the ship's interior look massive, and the director of photography, Aaron Morton, made it look stunning. The fluorescent practical lights shape and reinforce the series' visual motifs and themes. Felix's dance inspiration at Club Neolution uh, was inspired by the showrunner Graham Manson telling him to watch Sting in quadrophenia as inspiration sting's character isn't dancing with anyone he's dancing to be seen <laughs> which is very felixy okay yeah i get i could see that those are my those are your fun facts. facts what's our double count three yeah yeah sarah helena and cosima mm-hmm. and you could go a step further <laughs> as i always do <laughs> And then Sarah playing Beth for a very brief moment. And Helena being Sarah for a brief moment. Oh, yeah, but she, there was really no acting yeah. there. She was I just she was sitting. under a bag. She was chilling. <laughs> she was still in her outfit, which Helena barely ever does the clones play. So it's, it's fun. Because she's she bad at it. She's very bad at it. <laughs> Except the best okay. is when she's Allison. <laughs> yes. Let me get you some breads. <laughs> Would you like some breads? I can offer to take your coats. 
I have many farts. <laughs> Oops. Um. Yeah. Good episode. Cool. Freaky leaky. Well. This episode brought to you by Sneaky DJ Sneaky Leaky. <laughs> Laying it down. So as always, uh, you can follow us or send suggestions at Twitter uh, at <laughs> on Twitter at C Double Pod. You can email us at cdoublepodcast.com at gmail.com. Wow. Cannot talk right now. You can always email us at, at cdoublepodcast at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. You can follow Steph on Instagram at Steph plus verb. And uh, until next time. I'm Stephanie Kretz. And I'm Bradford Barth. Thank you for listening. Goodbye. <laughs>